Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Where Rodeo Meets the Road, brought to you by the Arena Press. Today our guest is breakaway roper Cheyenne Gilroy. Cheyenne, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm, like I said, I'm excited for you to be on the show. Um, I saw you at Fort Worth, and you know, right now it just seems like you have got the hot hand, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Well, thanks for having me on, and um, I've been blessed to have a good good last few weeks yeah and, and you know it's just uh you know we cover a, a lot of different you know every part of rodeo and today just happens to be breakaway and you know i guess you know we could just go ahead and start and talk about fort worth you know that was a big win for you at the fort worth stock show um last week um one nine you know and that was that's smoking, but you know, it seems like if you don't throw two or less, you know, you're not getting anything. Absolutely. You know, at, at big rodeos where big money's up, you know, all the best girls are going to be there. And in the finals, they handpick the best calves for us. So, you know, it's going to be fast and you just have to go for it. Yeah. And so, you know, you're no, you're not new to breakaway. You've been doing it for a little bit. And, um, how did you start? When did you start? So I grew up, uh, my dad was a calf roper and trained some racehorses. So I grew up in the horse industry and, and around horses. And as long as I can remember from the time I was strong enough to swing my rope, I was chasing calves and swinging my rope. And I took a little break from roping. Uh, the end of my high school year and two years in college, I played college softball. And I came back to break away right as it was being added into the American. And now, you know, we have an opportunity to make a living with a rope and got back and got serious with it. Yeah. And, you know, racehorses. I, you know, I love racehorses. I used to ride racehorses back in the day. Do you ever get on any of those racehorses? Were they quarter horses or thoroughbreds? <laughs> They were quarter horses, and my dad ran in the All-American, actually, the year I was born, in 1997. He uh, was a racehorse trainer, and he, whenever me and my brother, you know, kind of started riding and getting more involved with rodeo, he kind of quit that side of it. And just We had some horses that we bred, you know, we had a small breeding operation, and that way he could stay home and help us practice and things like that. So I've gotten to see a few different aspects of the horse industry, and I've never gotten on, you know, one of the true racehorses my dad would always kind of pick me one out that i would try to make a barrel horse and i dabbled in that a little bit but not a true racehorse i wouldn't say no yeah absolutely you know all my whole family my cousins they're race riders and quarter horses and breeding and i decided to go thoroughbred throw i should have went quarters because you could you know weigh just a little bit more when you're doing riding quarters than thoroughbreds and that was a little rough on the body that's for sure i bet so yes sir so, yeah, and so, you know, Fort Worth was a big one, but, you know, it seems like you you really came into your own, you know, back in, even in December. You know, what, you know you, you've qualified back-to-back for the NFR, and you were out there again this year. You, you won round four. You were third in the average. You know, how does it feel to go, you know, back-to-back to uh, Las Vegas? It felt really good. I didn't rodeo in 2020. Um, In 2020, I had a green horse. I had just kind of retired my older horse and I had a new horse and my dad passed away that year. So I decided to stay home and just go to the amateur rodeos and ropings and season uh, the horse that I actually rode at Fort Worth. And he was still even a little little bit green uh, when I took him in, in 21. But 
I was able to make two national finals a breakaway on him and um, I actually got a new horse this past October that I rode at the finals this year and so that's really helped me a lot um having having two horses that I trust in and can ride in any setup has really taken a lot of the pressure off because you know this past week I had Fort Worth but I also had the American semifinals in Tulsa and so I was able to ride one horse there and one horse at Fort Worth and kind of break it up a little bit and not just put so much pressure on one horse. Right. So, you know, you went from Fort Worth right up to Tulsa and you qualified. Now, by qualifying, does that mean that you are going to be in like, I guess, what do they call that now? The contender finals at uh, Globe Life? Yes, sir. March 9th and the contender finals. Yeah, that ought to be exciting. Is that the first time you've qualified for the American? That is the first time. I'm very excited to, to get to rope in the big arena. Yeah, and so, you know, I'm not too familiar right now, but do you know who the pros are going to be? I mean, you're a pro, but, you know, you're not part of the pro, I guess you can say, so to speak. So I finished I finished sixth in the world standings. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that it's obviously Martha Angeloni. Um, I believe maybe it's Martha. I know Shelby is in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who the other one is. I want to say Taylor Munsell and then Larry D. Guy had shoulder surgery. So we actually just have four from what I understand because okay. they did not drop down to number six. So we just have those four if those are the correct ones. Right. And those four are pretty salty. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, all you girls, you know, are, are gr- good throwers. And so, you know, anybody could win. I mean, that's just so wide open. You know, you can't count yourself out. You can't count anybody out. Absolutely not. Um, you really cannot. Um, and a lot of times, like in the summer, you know, so many times it really does come down to who draws what calf because there's a lot of girls that can rope. You know, there's not just a handful of them. There's a lot of them that have a diff- different ways that – they figure out to win, and it's really neat to watch. Yeah, so, you know, when you were in Vegas also, did not did you go to another event and win while you were in Vegas this past December? So, in Vegas, I roped pretty much every day for 10 days. Um, I started at our finals, the breakaway finals, and um, I won about 25000 there, and then um, I won the all-in I won first and split second and third with Martha Angeloni at the All-In at the Orleans. And I won second at the Resorts World Open. And I also won, I think I finished third in the uh, Future Stars roping that they have out at the plaza. Yeah, and, you know, I I was talking, Martha was on our show, you know, just a little bit ago. And, you know, she was talking about how many ropings that she went to out in Vegas. And it's just, you know... Breakaway has come so you know come along so much in in the last couple of years, and that the money is finally starting to get to increase, and you girls are really now starting to be recognized a little bit. Absolutely, you know it's really come so far in such a short amount of time because four years ago we could go to the amateur rodeos and we could go to jackpots, and granted we had you know we still have a lot of really good jackpots that add real money where you can for sure make a living if you go to those and you do well but now you know with it being added into the pro rodeos we get to go to so many neat rodeos that pay so good and it's nice in in vegas you know our finals is separate it's that was at the south point this year but you know we still got to stay out there for quite a while and rope for a lot of money every day yeah absolutely and so you know doing rodeo and and 
going around the country rodeoing, you know, throwing your rope. And, you know, there's got to be certain places that, you know, you go and, and you want to win. You know, Fort Worth Stock Show, I mean, that's a, that's a nice winter rodeo here in Texas. You know, that's iconic. You know, um, you were second at Pendleton, you know. Pendleton will be coming up again in September, Cheyenne. You know, how, you know, how would that feel to win one of these you know, bigger rodeos that are iconic that you could actually say down the road, man, I, you know, I did that. You know, it's really surreal because growing up, obviously being wanting to be a cowgirl, I would always watch the, the NFR and I barrel raced, but I really wanted to rope. And I'm like, and it's just like, I can remember watching it and just not being able to wait until the calf roping came on to be able to watch those guys and, and to get to rope at some of these rodeos is, it's really a dream come true because, you know, it, it almost is surreal because we show up and it's like, man, I've heard so much. I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures of my dad rope here. I've seen videos on the old VCR players and I'm really here and I really get to rope. Yeah. And so, you know, you mentioned that you, you know, you used to run barrels and, and now you break away and, you know, you look at like Taylor Munsell, you know, she ran barrels and, and did good at barrels. I think, you know, she qualified for the NFR and, um, did she win the NFR? I can't even remember that. Uh, T- Taylor Hanchi. I mean, Taylor Hanchi. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So she had, she had the arena record for a long time, right? a long time in the Thomas and Mac and had a lot of success, um, as a barrel racer. And now she is choosing to rope and she's made the finals back to back. And it's, it's, I traveled with Taylor, um, in 2021, the second half of the year. And it was nice to go with her, you know, because she had been to all those places and, and this year, you know, I had a little more experience under my belt because I had been to most of the places. And then when they add a new rodeo, it's, it's new because everyone else has been there and it's your first time there. So it's definitely a learning venture and um, it's really, it's really interesting and neat to learn and go to these new places and rodeos that I've heard about my whole life. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you also, um, have you competed in the WCRA? I have some, yes, sir. They have a lot of money out there as well. You know, there's, like I said, you know, money's coming around and, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to, to put money in your pocket, you know? Absolutely. Um, I competed in in Green Bay, um, and that was the first major that I was able to go to. And um, I've competed in Corpus, and for sure the women's finals. The women's finals is is one of my favorite ones to go to because that one pays really good. Yeah. So, what does Cheyenne like to do? You know, when you just have a minute to yourself, you know, other than, you know, break away, you can't have think. Yeah, absolutely. You can think break away all the time, but there's got to be something that you could just like to enjoy, you know, fishing, hunting, or just sitting in a beanbag watching TV all day long. You know, I, I really enjoy spending time with my horses. That's going to sound pretty, pretty cliche, but, um, you know, on days where I'm not practicing, um, or I'm also a, Texas and Oklahoma realtor so whenever I'm home my time's pretty booked up when I'm not at a rodeo or a roping you know showing property looking at property for clients and but I I really enjoy on on days when you know I just I get to spend time with my horses and exercise them and um, all, all three of those things are are really where I enjoy my time being. So are you originally from Oklahoma? I'm from Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana. I was born and raised in Louisiana. And uh, three years ago, me and my dad moved to Gainesville, Texas. Um, and I met my now fiance, Cody McCartney. And he's actually from he's actually from Michigan. His family lives <laughs> in Michigan. And 
he has been in Durant for a long time, and we actually just got a place in Kingston. So I joke that I keep going a little further north, and he keeps going a little further south. But I'm I'm ten minutes from from the Texas line, so I'm, I didn't go much farther north. Right, but and you were determined to graduate from A and M. So I graduated from Texas A&M Commerce, and um, I just graduated. I ended up just getting a general degree. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure what I wanted my degree in, but um, I just I knew that I wanted a degree. I had started school, and kind of kind of really that last uh, last two semesters, I decided I would really like to get my real estate license and pursue that. And so I just went ahead and finished. I haven't used my degree for for anything yet, but I have it. Yeah. And so, you know, when you go on the road, you know, you and Taylor or whoever you ride with or if you're by yourself, what is that one thing that you have to have in that refrigerator to get you through a day? Oh, my gosh. Well, I got to have my community coffee. Um, (laughs) Community coffee is number one on the list. But I am the world. My Cody tells my fiance, Cody, tells me that I am a gas station's best friend because it doesn't (laughs) matter how many healthy snacks I have. I have to go and I have to get a sucker, some gummy bears or something, but I definitely have to have my community coffee along with various other snacks. Absolutely. So, you know, like I said, you know, I'm glad that you, you know, found a few minutes to chat with us here on where rodeo meets the road. And we wish you all the luck here in this rodeo season, 22, 23. And, you know, hopefully we'll see you down the road. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on here.